everybody, it's Angela, the Blah Blah Blonde. How's it going today? So, um, I don't know. Today I really want to just talk about people that are of service in my life. Um, and how grateful and appreciative I am for the jobs that they do. Like, I can tell y'all right now, even though it was prison rehab, Safe Peace saved my life. And I also can tell you that I begged my judge to send me somewhere where I could get some help. Because I knew knew without a doubt that I was not obviously going to be able to do it by myself no matter what I was because look I was still using y'all and going to NA three times a week so yeah don't don't threaten me with a good time I already know that it wasn't it wasn't of my doing like I needed some kind of I mean I believe me I cried and hated being in prison but it really did save my life <clears throat> so now that I'm out and I'm in aftercare um like all the people at the VOA were amazing uh and, and, you know, here's my thoughts on all this. I feel like that maybe you haven't 100% given over your will and your life uh, to your higher power. Maybe you're not 100% certain that you're, this is the, the sober and clean and recovered life is what you want. And that's okay. Because I, um, I feel like that there are still people that just, just are going to buck authority no matter what. Because that's just a little rebel in them. I don't know. I've always been like the safety girl. I'm besides doing dope and speeding when I'm driving. <laughs> I do. I try to do everything else exactly to the letter. I mean, like, I mean, I look. I can tell you that one time, uh, the a cashier. I was trying to buy a tool bag for my dad for his birthday at Home Depot, and I told the girl four times, "Don't forget this. Don't forget this." So then we get outside, and my boyfriend at the time. Uh, didn't say anything but we loaded it up and we waited all the way till we got home and let me and then said ha ha she didn't charge you for that you stole it and I was like no I didn't steal anything and I called the manager at Home Depot and was like can I come up there and pay for this and he he laughed at me he's like I've never ever had anyone want you know my cashier made a mistake and you didn't pay for a product and you made it all the way home with it and, and no one has ever called me from home and said can I come pay for this and I was like look it's not about you. It's about me and my karma and my conscience. I just need to know that I'm doing the right thing. I mean, and that's how I've always been. Um, it's just not in me to do that, to, to do otherwise. I mean, and even if it was like, look, y'all, I, I mean, I do not have a poker face at all, at all. I mean, I cannot get away with stuff because my face will always tell on me. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it always has, but, um, so... The people in my in my life that are involved in my recovery and my care, my aftercare and all that, my probation officer who I just met with for the first time is awesome. He's everyone's okay. Oh, he's strict. He's by the book. Well, that's okay. We are criminals who uh, apparently need a required adult supervision for a little bit longer. Obviously, it's like you got yourself in this situation. You can't sit there and buck the system because they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. You just do what you're supposed to do. It's that simple. And my counselor at Aftercare, <clears throat> he's a little uh, quirky, but <clears throat> we have a kinship, he and I. And I really am digging the, the way he does things. Like, I've, I mean, I get the most out of everything. And it's just, and I, it's just a, a good thing to know that, like, I have people that I can go to in a crutch situation. Like, you know, besides a, a, a meeting or... Or a crisis line or whatever, you know. I know that I've got people on my team now that are going to help me continue being sober and continue in recovery and continue trying to be better and do better. Um, 
and in my personal life like I still have have connections with people that I mean I know they say change your people places and things and I really basically have but these people have been my friends since even before all that and they're not they're still my friends I mean they're still battling with this or that or whatever and that's not really my business to tell but but I'm still friends with with these people because they're part of my life not part of my addiction they're part of my life then my new sober friends are also part of my life because you know that's a whole different that's the new part and I have a lot of new people in my life that are amazing that I just will simply not live without period um and another great thing is that I'm really making a lot of connections with um okay sorry about that um I had to take a little break to answer a phone call from my probation officer I just left there um so and I can just tell you right now that I had to do my first UA since I've been out and since it's such a great feeling to not have to study for that test. <laughs> I was not worried at all. The only thing I was worried about was they weren't going to get to me fast enough because I really had to go. So, but I mean, it was a great, great feeling to just know that it's going to, without a doubt, that it's going to be perfect. And it was. And it was awesome. I don't even know how I was living my life before, but it was ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. So, I don't know. But, um, so the people in my life now are, are some of the people that were in my life before, uh, in my very, very personal life and, and, and family of, of his and stuff. Um, and I and and the the greatest part about that is is that now they're my family too. So, um, but I've also been in connection with a lot of my family that I haven't really seen in a while because of who knows why. But I've just decided, you know what, screw it. Um, and if I pop up at your house, then that's just what I'm doing. <laughs> I have not uh, been received in an ill manner. Well, I take that back once, but it's, it's that's that's something completely different. And I knew that was coming. I just didn't expect it to hit me as hard as it did but I'm okay it was um it was 10 years in the making and it's done and and I'll just move on from there and I'm just gonna pray for her and yeah because I I know that she's got a lot going on I know that 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 I'm probably responsible for a little bit of that not as much as she thinks but I will take ownership of my part so anyways um I'm making connections again with with my by family and gosh y'all I don't even know how to tell y'all how much how much I missed all of that like just sitting around being silly talking about things and and going and checking on my granny and god love her she's still hanging in there and still just as feisty as ever <laughs> now I've started to get into where whenever I go to see her I ask her a little tidbit about her life and about her life with my papa who's not here anymore and you know and I'm learning so much and it's so amazing and it's so awesome and I I don't even know why I didn't do any of this before but I'm just so thankful that I still have her here to do that because she's got some great stories she she's she's got some great stories like things that I never even knew and I should have because I'm the oldest grandchild and the favorite <laughs> that's right I'm still her favorite I was still my papa's favorite when he died, so <laughs> it's a big thing in my family that, that 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 I'm the favorite. They all hate it, but it is what it is. It's okay. It's good to be the king. <laughs> Anyways, um, having that title and that crown, it is just really 
horrible of me that I don't know like so much of her story and stuff. And so if you're if you're in my life and I come around a quiz and it's because I'm just want to know more about you. I feel like I've 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 given you the raw end of the deal by not trying to find out more about your life. And and now I'm just trying to absorb as much information about everyone as I can just because I want that's how I'm showing love and that's you know I appreciate every single person in my life for good bad or indifferent like you are a major part of it and and therefore you're a big, a big part of this recovery and I mean it does take a village to do everything raise a kid uh clean the kid up you know whatever it takes it's going to take all of us that's why God made us a social beings because we all need each other we need him first but we all need each other as well um another little tidbit of news while uh, i was at aftercare last night and i was talking with one of the gentlemen there and he's been listening to my podcast uh i sent him the link what I, what happens is my counselor will actually bring it up usually he didn't bring it up this week but normally he will bring it up and ask me how it's going and and t- so and and want me to tell people how to find it but if someone's interested, then I'll get their number and I will send them the link to it personally, you know, because I mean, how it, it's my podcast. If I if you if you're interested, I'm going to make sure that you have all the means and the ways to get to it um, because you're you know, you're honoring me by by trying to, to reach, you know, do something that I'm involved in. So the least I could do is put forth the effort. I mean, that, that's at the very least. Um, it takes everything I have not to go back and just go, so what'd you think? Cause I don't want to badger anybody, but I, I mean, I just really want to try to reach everybody and talk to everybody and make sure that there's not something that I could do different. This is your cue. If there's something I need to do different, you can email me a G R E E N E one four one one at gmail.com. Hi to Debbie and Sharice. Um, so and to Philip, because this is who I'm talking about. So he's telling me, you know, things at first. And, and it was funny because he said first he felt like he was intruding on a private conversation. Like, he just doesn't even know me. Like, none of my conversations are private. I mean, really. I don't care. If it, I will talk about whatever I need to talk about to whoever I need to talk about as loud as I need to do it just to make sure. Because, I mean, I'm just, my life is an open, complete open book. Like, I... I'm trying to lead by example and I need, I need, you know, to be, I need, I need people to understand that I'm on God's path for me. So his light shines through me. So absolutely whatever I can do to, to illuminate that further, that's what I'm going to do. And, um, that's what I'm, I feel like I was called to do. So having said that, um, so he said he's been listening to my podcast and I asked him, you know, okay, well, what do you think? You know, and, and I know one of these days I'm going to come upon somebody that's going to be like, Oh God, it sucks. You're stupid. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, like I, you know, I always tell y'all that I do this for myself first and, and y'all are secondary. Don't get me wrong. It's a big secondary, but y'all are secondary because this is my life. It's my therapy. It's my show. And so it's got to be about me to some degree. <laughs> I'm just saying. So Anyways, it was really pretty cool because he said that he felt like he was intruding on a private conversation, but he kind of eased into it and that he, that I made him see things from some different perspectives and that I really, you know, kind of helped him in different, different areas. And he didn't really elaborate much further than that, but I was just beside myself. Like I just wanted to jump up and down and grab him and hug him and just be like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> I was cool though. I've tried to be cool, but I mean, y'all just don't understand. Like that makes my heart so happy. 
because I really just want to reach people and, and, and show everyone, look, I did drugs of some kind for the better part of 40 years. I started, the first time I did a drug, I was 11 and a half years old. I'm 51, about to be 52 in August. So I already know, I'm just telling you right now that, that it, all this is possible. Everything through Christ is possible. If you, and if you put in the work, you've got to put in the work for your own recovery. I mean, it's true. You get what you put into it. That's life. You get what you put into life too. It's, it's, that's the same with everything. You've got to figure out how to make sure that you survive this. Whatever it is, your addiction, your toxic relationships, your your bad career, your 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 disappointments, whatever the case may be that's bringing you down, you've got to figure out how in the world you're going to get past all that. And and that way you can get better and do better. I mean, it's just that simple. Because look, I can tell y'all right now, even on a crummy day, I'm still having a pretty good day. Like it doesn't last. It doesn't last. It will pass. It passes so quickly and really Part of that is part is going to my mental health toolbox that I've got and learned from at Safe P and beyond. The other part of that is that my Lord, Lord, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, because like if I can't work it out myself, then I give it to God, and God takes care of it. And I mean, let me just say, this last week I've put some unnecessary self stress on myself. And have really just laid it on thick with myself. Um, and and God kept kind of nudging me like, hey, something you want to talk about? Something you want to talk about? And I kept just, no, no, I've got it. I've got it. And I didn't have it. So, it was getting worse and worse. And like the devil was just coming at me from all angles. And mostly in my own head. And so, like, and I just sat down and I cried. And I was like, you know, okay, God. Like, Okay, I get it. I can't do this alone. I know I keep trying to. I don't know why I keep trying to, but I know that I do. It's just that I feel like, this, you know, that my little bitty baby problems are nothing in compared with, you know, world peace and famine and war and, you know, the global scale of things. Like, who am I? I'm just a little bitty peon, but I'm not. I, in his eyes, I'm I'm beautiful and perfect, and and he loves me with everything, and and not going to him with my problems is just a way for me to, to kind of reject that love that he has for me and that's a really when you understand and feel the love of your heavenly father if that's if that's your choice um and I'm not trying to get too preachy but y'all y'all know that I my faith is bigger than the entire universe and beyond so like I'm gonna talk about it if you don't like it don't listen to my show that's all I can tell you um but I will pray for you uh, so the whole thing of it is, is that like anytime that, that God, especially when you, you, when you start to get more in tune with, with God and him talking to you and how he reaches you and what it feels like, what it sounds like, what it looks like, <clears throat> you'll begin to understand more and more about how he reaches to you a lot. And, and especially in times of turmoil and trouble. He wants you to turn to him, but also in times that you need to give him praise and glory and, and sanctification because he's doing so many killer things in your life. Like you can't even stand yourself, you know, um, that's how I am. I go up and down, you know, well, why wouldn't I, I'm random Andy, you know, you already know y'all know me well enough to know I'm all over the place all the time. 
I do try to circle back, but a lot of times I forget where I circled from, so it's okay. Um, I'm, I'm blissfully unaware. <laughs> Actually, I'm not, but I am blissful. So, yeah, so I go up and down, um, but I can tell you right now that the more I pray, the more I want to pray, and I just talk to God like I'm talking to you. So, it's just an extension of, of my conversations throughout my day. Like, you know, and sometimes I just have to look at him and go, is this what we're doing? This is really what we're doing? Or is this for real? Or, uh, I cannot believe how great this is, or I can't believe how messed up this is. You know I mean? It's just, I'm talking to him like I talk to you. So the whole point of that is, is that don't say, don't tell me you you can't pray because you can, you might have, you might have trouble understanding some versions of the Bible, but if you find one that you'll, that, that works for you, you'll know. Um, and there's no, nothing wrong with shopping around to try to do that, uh, because that's part of it. You know, you got, you got to get your Bible studies up and you got to pray and, and then try to just be the next, do the next right thing. Um, I can tell you that my Bible study lacks somewhat. Um, I'm working on that, but I mean, I have an app on my phone. You can get an app on your phone and it's just done. It, they'll send you a verse every day and I mean you don't have to go around riding a bicycle trying to recruit people like you know door to door but you need a relationship with God you know why because look around look around at the world today and see see where you're at so far I can tell you that I'm not afraid to die today right this second I am not afraid to die because I know where I'm going I can tell you that I also know that I'm going to see all of my people again when I get there. And in the meantime, I'm going to be so damn happy and so damn joyful that, I mean, it's, it's, y'all aren't going to be able to stand me after a minute for sure. Because I can, and here's why, because God is already working in my life so big and so major. And I can't really go into a lot of it right now, but you'll see it all when it all goes down. It's, it's all such a big work in progress. And I mean, I, when I tell you it's big, it's really, really big. I mean, I'm doing big things, and and very soon everyone will know what my big things are, because but their work's in progress. But I mean, and, and I can just tell you that I'll just be sitting there, and God will just plant something in my brain, and I've got to get it on paper, and it's a brilliant idea, and it's like so doable. And so relevant and so it's going to help so many people like that's the kind of things I'm talking about like that's why these these guardian angels have come come into my life that's why my team is so vast and so amazing amazing you know I mean I just I have God as my captain I mean and and it's never gonna be bad no matter how bad it gets because look again y'all know I've survived my daughter's suicide I don't know how, except for by the grace of God. That's the only reason. Because look, whenever you're you're a drug addict and you can't even get high enough to forget the things that you want to forget, that it doesn't even matter anymore, then then what? When you you reached your rock bottom, but your rock bottom has a rock bottom. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was just so much that that the only thing I could do was turn to God and say, God, I can't. I just can't. But I've got this kid, this 16-year-old kid who needs his mama. And granted, she's not in real good shape, real good capacity, but he still needs her to be here. You know, like I can't check out like I wanted to. 
he still needs his mama and he still needs his mama today so you know i mean trust and believe whenever i tell y'all that i just i didn't i mean i've always believed in god don't get me wrong but the day that Taylor died, two things happened. The next day, the only thing that happened, the ma- most major thing that happened was I felt her peace. All of us felt her peace. We all posted. There was eight people that posted the exact same picture of the sun shining through the clouds and the rays just spreading far and wide. And, and it was basically Taylor telling us, hey, I'm good. I made it. I'm good. And I feel her peace and that peace every single day of my life. And that is the one thing that she longed for so badly and the only thing that no one on earth could give her. So, you know, if you don't think there's a God, then you you better not come talk to me because I will argue with you because I can promise you my girl made it. Like my girl made it and 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 I will you'll you'll never convince me otherwise. I don't care what you say, I don't care about the people that say suicide is sin, but shut up about that shit. I don't care. I know what I, what I know in my heart. I know what I know in my life and I know what my God can do. So the other thing that happened was that because I couldn't make any logical sense of it otherwise at all. Like, like another thing that y'all hear me say all the time is, is I'm trying to do, make logical sense out of an illogical situation. Um, at that point, the only thing you can do is just turn to God because what I mean no one no one knows what to say to you no one knows what to do with you you don't know what to do with yourself but you got to do something so you talk to God because really at that point everybody's just like (laughs) I can't even explain to you like how many people didn't even want to be around me because they didn't know what to say to me like the one time whenever you think everyone's going to rally around you and everyone just disappeared, like, like disappeared, like no shit disappeared. Um, that's, that's the crazy part. One one of the craziest parts, losing your kid was just like, (laughs) it was the worst day of my life, but the days that followed it. Wow. I mean, it's a good thing I had God. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. And, and it's not anybody's fault because nobody, you can't, you can't tell someone how to react in that situation. You can't, you can't prepare for that at all. Like, like, oh yeah. So if your kid ever dies and this is what I'm going to do for you, there, look, I've been through it. And when someone loses someone like that, I don't know what to say to them. I just tell them, look, it's always going to hurt. The only difference is, is that you're going to get used to the pain and, and that's going to become your new norm and it won't feel as tragic, but it's going to take some time, a lot of time. And that if you don't get right with God, it's probably going to take a lot longer. So that's, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what I would have said to myself. I mean, like (laughs) most of the time I was just beside myself with, I don't know what to do, you know, like you don't know what to do. So my very first episode of my new series that's coming out it's going to be me talking about that day and what led up to it and how it all played out. And, um, so we'll get more into that later. Uh, but yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have a team kids. You gotta have a team of people that are just there for you. 
that, that, you know, don't have any expectations or any agenda or any malicious intent at all, you have got to have your own team. And it's got to be, I mean, it's got to be for real. Like, because if it's not genuine, you're going to know it. And that's just going to make you feel worse about whatever your station is in life at that moment. You don't need that shit. You don't need, like, don't give anybody in any space in your head that's negative. Because they, they're they not paying rent on it. And, and they don't belong there. You If you're like me, your self-talk can get, can get down and dirty with the best of them all by itself. <laughs> you don't need it. It doesn't need any outside help to be shitty and 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 d dismal and dark so like give yourself every single advantage that you possibly can to to be unicorns and butterflies every day you know what i'm saying like somebody negative in your world is probably has less to do with you and more to do with them and either jealousy or it, it could be anything it could be anything's going on with them maybe stop and and you know if you want to try stop and say hey are you okay today? Are you, is there something I can help you do or say, is there something I can do for you that will make your day better? You know, instead of, I think sometimes people are, are, are floored by the fact that, that hurt people hurt people. And, and then, but then if you, if you try to turn it around and just say, you know, look, I know I'm in recovery and the focus has been on me a lot lately. What do I need to do for you? What can I do for you? I think maybe, wow, that's just, that just came to me. And I know I can sit here and tell you right now, I have not been doing that in my life. And I'm going to start that today because yeah, this has been all about me and my recovery for a year and a half. So maybe the people in my stable probably do need a little bit more from me, huh? See, I'm learning stuff the whole time. Like, y'all are just schooling me left and right. You don't even know it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That was, wow, what an epiphany. Holy crap. Wow, see what I mean about stuff just dropping into my head? I'm telling you, y'all don't even know. Um, all right, y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap up. But uh, but just, you know, keep your tribe and your team close. And, and if your inner circle looks like a crack house, clean it out. <laughs> I mean, get your people right, because when you have the right people around you, you're going to be unstoppable. When you have God in your heart, you're going to be unstoppable. Whenever you are comfortable in your own skin, in your own head, and you love yourself, you are going to be unstoppable. Maybe you're unstoppable now, but if you have all ever seen one of those things, I promise you, like it, you're going to take it to the 10th level. You don't even know the kind of blessings and the kind of things that are going to, going to just pop up just randomly. I mean, it's going to be so overwhelming and so much of a whirlwind and just your head's going to spin off of your body and you're going to be like, wow, is this really for real? Is this for real? I ask God that all the time. Is this for real, God? Are you serious? This is, this is what you've been gearing me up for because I'm ready, but I just need a minute because I'm, it's a lot and it's so badass and I just need a second to try to wrap my head around it. I've got several things in my life that I'm trying to do that with. <laughs> And that's so awesome. Like, that's why I'm telling y'all today, like, the feeling is amazing. So, I'm going to leave y'all with that. Uh, and hopefully this cold weather will come and go as quick as and not stick, stick around like it did last year. Um, I love each and every one of you. And I appreciate your listening. I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate every single bit 
of interaction that you have with me or with this podcast and just know that your voice matters. Your anybody can come on my show. The next series is going to really be interactive. So, um be be ready for that. It's coming soon. It's coming coming. I just it the hold up is going to be me. It's going to be me trying to trying to get all my thoughts together and get get out of my own head a bit to tell Taylor's story of that day. Um it's really hard. And the more I do this, the harder it's getting. Uh, but I need to get it out. I need to. I don't know who needs to hear it, but I know from God that it's somebody, and it's very important. So that's that's what I'm going to be working on next. Um, plus, I have my job at Dairy Queen, so y'all can always pop in at Dairy Queen and Quinlan. Say, come say hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> uh, otherwise, I'll talk to you soon. Love and be loved. Y'all be safe out there. Later.